Hey gang, you've got Jake here from Ghostly Activities. And today, I'm going to go over 10 questions I've received uh, over the past month from different readers. And all interesting topics. Let's start with uh, James in California, who asks, do you actually believe this bullshit? <laughs> I love direct questions like this. Um, now I got to make an assumption because that, that was... You know, that was a question. So I'm going to assume it's ghosts. And <laughs> because I've got some other stuff in there. You know, there's a little bit of magic stuff in there. There's some demon stuff in there. Um, so I, I'm assuming, and, and James, you can write in let me know if I'm wrong. <laughs> but with ghosts. And well, I, I mean, cutting to the chase, I wouldn't be doing this for 10 years if I didn't think there was something worth investigating, right? And... In that regard, um, you know, do I think it's the essence of a person? What do I think ghosts are? I'm a pretty objective guy. So I would say you can't prove ghosts. You can prove, you can, you can prove that there are some anomalies and strangeness, weird stuff that goes on at people's homes or in people's homes, in some cemeteries and in some other places. We don't really know what those are, and I'm more interested in figuring out what causes this weirdness to manifest at people's homes. And you know, a lot. The goal is to prove, you know, is it does paranormal stuff actually exist or not? There is. I mean, not everything can be proven, and really, all you can do is document that weirdness until science, technology either catches up or puts more emphasis on it or, you know, people just come out and say it's a hoax and I want attention, right? That can happen. That, that happens quite a bit, actually. Um, so do I believe this bullshit exists? I'm going to put an asterisk on it and say yes, and, but I wish we understood it better. And if, if it comes out that you know, that's really, there's nothing paranormal. I'll, I'll move on with my life and I'll still have a website. I'll probably just shift it from ghost hunting to something else. Uh, weird things. Okay. Um, next question is from Michelle in Georgia. Why do ghost hunters use all of these devices? Thank you, Michelle. Uh, I, I would say a lot of times with the paranormal and maybe specific to ghosts. A lot of it, you can't really see what's happening, of course, if you talk about apparitions. And we don't really know what causes hauntings to happen. So you use the gadgets as a way of recording the environment. Um, you know, the situation around the haunting. Because you're just trying to get proof points. And like I said, you don't always hear it. You don't always see it. There's really subtle environmental changes, and you need ways to document that and to alert you that something may be, may be happening that is paranormal in nature. At least that's why I use that. And, you know, it, it, it helps when you're writing up your report and stuff if you can show the evidence that you collected one way or another. Third question. If I could only pick one gadget, what should I get? And this is coming from Charles in Wisconsin. Um, you know, ooh, that's, that's a good one. Jeez. Um, and you know I'm a gadget guy, so I'm going through 
all the gadgets I've got on hand. I would say if you can only get one gadget, I would get a really good DSLR camera or a camcorder. And the reason for that is, I might lean more on the DSLR side, there's a drawback with that though. And that is, it's important to show the context of the, of the haunting or, or whatever phenomena you've recorded. And if you're going to just use an audio recorder, well, I mean, you're missing out on the visual part of it. Um, you know, Mel Meter's not going to help you any in this regard. So I would say for sure the DSLR camera or camcorder, I would lean more to a camcorder because the it, camcorders are made to record for a long period of time. Now, the audio isn't so great on them, the built-in mic, so you might have to get an external mic for it. Um, and that can help you with EVPs. Um, but yeah, for sure, I would say get a camcorder or DSLR so you can record your entire ghost hunt. Really, the important thing is to show what happens before something manifests, during the manifestation, and right after the manifestation. And because for one thing, then you can provide that snippet for critical review, and I'm really big on critical reviews. Even though I gotta say, a lot of people don't comment on the ghost hunting reports that I put up. I wish they would. Um, so I guess, you know, and let me know if you think I got it wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna take it personally, unless you call me a jagoff. <laughs> okay. The fourth question, how many places are really haunted? And this is from Todd in Rhode Island. Um, you know, that's a really good question. I'd probably have to, uh, I'm gonna have to make some assumptions and think about this uh, in different, at different levels. So if, if we're just talking about nationally, and I'm going with the United States here, guys, I would say probably less than 1%. When it comes to places that we think are haunted, either there's a lot of urban legends, you know, the ghosty shows, a film there, and just stuff in your local environment, maybe 20, 25% of them, I would say, are actually haunted. I mean, it's a critical thing to look at the documentation for the haunt first. Um, a lot of people go with the urban legend route, and urban legends might, be, might have a kernel of truth to them, but it doesn't mean a place is haunted. Um, yeah, so, you know, if, if we look at the well doc, the well-documented haunted places, um, you know, I would want to make sure that there's physical evidence. So that means people have recordings, people have pictures, and it's been going on for a long time. I wouldn't go with just one boo moment and say a place is haunted. Okay. Um, so yeah, nationally, less than 1%. And when it comes to the places that we think are really haunted, I would say 20, 25% tops. Let's see here. Next one is coming from Darlin in Nevada. And I've got a lot of information about herbs, stones, hexes, magical stuff on the website. But do I actually use any of it? Um... Good question, Daryl. Thank you for that one. When it comes to stones, I will say with the protective stones, I do have an onyx and obsidian tiger's eye bracelet that I wear. And that's more, you know, prevention is the best medicine, right? I don't want things following me home. <laughs> I don't want things attaching to me. And I have used salt 
it's, out of all the ghost hunts I've done, I've only used it maybe three times. Um, and, and they've always tended to work. Uh, when it comes to the herbs and the magical stuff, though, um, I'm, I'm not a magic practitioner. I post that information, so if you need it as a reader, or someone's curious about there's a ghost haunting my uh, place or something, I think I do, how do I get rid of it? I have that there for you. But I, I don't tend to use incense or herbs. I'm not... We used to clear, Celine and I, we used to have a clearing service, um, but we don't do it anymore. There's other people far well-versed in magic and other rituals that would help to clear spirits. We're firmly on the side that do we, you know, can we prove a ghost is here or what is the phenomena and documenting it. So I guess we're more on the ghost hunter slash paranormal investigator versus um, like a spiritual clearing service. So that's kind of a roundabout way to say I use stones and salt and not so much the other stuff. Okay, we're up to question six. This is from Samantha in Illinois. Why did you stop investigating private residences? Uh, well, I, st- just, I, still, I still investigate, or Celine and I, we still investigate private residences, but it's usually people we know. Um, we've had run-ins in the past where the people weren't so nice and there's been you know you always have to put your safety first and not everything is um, not everyone is altruistic some people are scamming you some people want to rob you some people want to assault you so you got to watch it and one way to do that is when you do the walkthrough and you've got the list of questions that you ask them and you can usually tell if someone uh, is crazy or not, right? But just for safety, it's easier to investigate a business or a public place, even if it's a ghost tour or something, because your safety isn't, you don't have to worry about it as much, okay? But again, if you know the people and it's, it's their home, I would say, you know, I would still do that one in case. It's just I've greatly scaled it back for those reasons as experience has taught us okay uh next question oh okay uh it not really ghostly it's from troy in utah how do you make your website and any advice you can give (laughs) well really quick because i could do a whole series on uh on the website but i i use wordpress and what i've done is i got my own web host that i put the website on i just like having my own domain Ghostly Activities, if you go to WordPress, a lot of times you would do ghostlyactivities.wordpress.com. But I like being in control of the web server. Um, Yeah, I'm pretty particular about about that, actually. Um, And yeah, so with WordPress, you pick themes. And a theme is just the overall design of the website. And, you know, I, I just like to have that kind of control over it. Um, for, so advice, you know, you don't need to spend a lot of money on your hosting. So if you're not familiar with it, you have to buy your domain name. So what you want to call your website, you have to buy the memory. 
um, because every time there's a request from like your browser to the website server, that's data. You can think about it as your, um, like with your cell phone plan, right, and data. And, you know, if you're just starting out and you don't have a lot of pictures and video on your website, I wouldn't be too worried about the plan that you get. You don't, don't spend a lot on it, okay? And, like, now the, the traffic I, I get to Ghostly Activities has really increased. So now I'm on an unlimited plan. Um, but I got to tell you, Ghostly... Um, to host it and with all the memory and streaming videos and all the pictures I I spend less than $50 a month on it so like I said guys don't don't break the bank for it and there's lots of good tutorials if you go out to YouTube um, for WordPress you can see how to set it up um, and, and the other thing is don't be scared about making mistakes guys because you you can save things as draft you know, you can publish, you can go back and change it. It's the web. You can you can change all this stuff. I, I mean, I can tell you, oh, I'm probably spending far more time on this than I <laughs> think you care to hear. But, uh, yeah, don't be afraid to make mistakes with your website. You can always change it and start over. You can always go out and edit it. And let me tell you about all the typos I have. Like, I publish, you know, I, I give it once, twice, well, three times over <laughs> before I publish and then I go back and I read it like the next day. I'm like, oh, typos, and I fix them, and I just republish. So don't be too don't be too afraid of making mistakes with your website. Believe me, it's you're not going to break the web or anything like that. <laughs> okay. Um, question eight: What are some things to look out for before you investigate a location? Uh, this is from Aaron in my home state, Washington. Okay. So I would say you got to look at it from three different ways between a private residence, a business, and a public place. So generally speaking, when I talked about why I don't investigate private residences anymore, that was the that's probably the same answer. It's mainly with safety. Um, you know, if you're going to do it, do people you know, of course. And um, you know, I think in the case of all three, you want to do your walkthrough, you want to walk around, get some baseline readings before you do anything, just get a feel for the place, understand where the hauntings manifest, what the phenomena is, and then with a private residence, again, it's going to be safety's the big thing, can you get in and out, uh, for a business, oh geez, I've been burned by businesses before, uh, same thing with, with some of the public places too, um, so a lot of businesses, you know, they really think there, you know, there could be ghostly activity at it. They want to figure out if it's something they need to worry about, much like a private residence. But the other thing is you have to look at the type of business it is. Some of them want to have a ghost hunter or an investigator say, yes, it's haunted, and then they use it for promotion and tourism or, you know, to, just to increase revenue. They All of a sudden, they start having specials with ghosts, blah, 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 blah. So you got to, I'd say, be skeptical with businesses about that stuff. Okay. Um, and then with public places, so I, I'm going to assume that's like a forest, a cemetery, or something like that. Uh, there's a lot of trespassing restrictions you need to know about. 
And, and in a lot of public places are uncontrolled environments, so it could just be critters <laughs> making noises. Um, and there's really restricted hours with, with public places, like normally it's only daytime, which is fine. You can ghost hunt during the day. Someone says you have to do it at night. Really, when I, I mean, if you have ghosts, they're always there. It's just you may not notice them because there's so many more distractions during the day. Um, but at night, I mean, safety is a concern with public places too, simply because it, it may not be well lit and you don't want to fall into a grave, right? <laughs> but out of all of these, I mean, I prefer to do private, I'm sorry, uh, public places, simply because usually when you do, you have full access to it. Um, one of the gotchas, though, with the tours and everything, even though they say it's a private tour, or party up to six. I've been in the cases where they've had like a hundred people come along and they just move you to different sections. It's just going to pollute your evidence and um, I think that's a pretty shitty thing that they do if you're buying a private, if you're doing a private tour or something like that or access, like you just get it. No one else. You know, it's who you're paying for. Um, so that gets my goat and there's a lot of well-known haunts that do that stuff, and I'll leave it at that. Okay, Nate in Iowa. Uh, really, how many well-known haunted places are actually haunted? Oh, well, I kind of answered this one a little bit earlier. Um, of, of the popular haunted places, I'd say 20-25% tops. Like I said, let's just reinforce this. Look at the documented evidence for the location. If it all seems more recent, I would be skeptical about it. Um, a lot of these places really, I mean, just like in life, a lot of places really aren't that haunted. And, um, yeah, I would say that's the big thing. So you can go online and read it. But the thing is, if when you go online, you're going to read a lot of stories without much. This is another thing that gets my goat, <laughs> especially with, with teams that don't publish their evidence and stuff. Like, how are we supposed to advance the field? I mean, we're at a well-known haunted place either to test our techniques you know, confirm the haunting, um, you know, offer stuff up for critical review and make everyone a better ghost hunter. And, like, there's very few people that do it. <laughs> so, I mean, I extended that question, right? <laughs> but at the end of the day, maybe one in four, one in five, I would say, are actually haunted. Um, and then the last question comes from Mike, who is writing in from Ontario, Canada. And uh, I love me some Ontario, Canada. My grandparents are from Ontario, Canada. Let's see. Um, what's the difference between a ghost hunting and paranormal investigating? This is a great question. And I'm guilty of this. I know a lot of people are guilty of this too in the field. We use the terms interchangeably when they're, they're, there are differences. So a ghost hunter is really just out to capture evidence of the phenomena just to say that yes this place is haunted get the um you know you get the apparition you get the evps doesn't really try to understand why a place is haunted um or how to get rid of the haunting and a, with a paranormal investigator this is this is really pretty serious stuff here i mean they're researchers so they're going to do the history. They want to know the history of the place. They're going to do a lot of witness interviews. 
they are going to try to debunk everything under the sun, <laughs> dealing with the, with the activity at the location. They want to identify the ghost by name, see if they can tie it to someone from the past. And, and the other thing you would need to know about uh, with, with haunts and stuff like that is it can come and go. I mean, there's no guarantee that you're always going to get activity. Uh, paranormal investigators will make it a priority to keep going back to the same places over and over until they've documented a great deal of the activity so it can be a bit more predictive. The investigators, paranormal investigators, are not afraid to put the evidence out there. I know lots, and this is not just the boo stuff that you see <laughs> on YouTube. Like, they'll have galleries, they'll write about it in depth, they'll list every single EVP, so they tend to specialize more in a specific location, at least this is my experience with it, because if you're just hopping around from location here and there, you're more of a ghost hunter. If you're consistent in the locations you select and investigate and routinely publish, I would say you're more of a paranormal investigator. And those are the 10 questions. So if there is something you want to ask, please don't hesitate. Go ahead and use the contact us form on ghostlyactivities.com. You can drop a comment too. And um, I'll run another one of these sessions, okay? So thanks again for reading Ghostly Activities, visiting, listening to me, uh, you know, flap my gums <laughs> about ghost stuff. And take care. Bye.